1: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, aka The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. And of course, joining me, ladies and gentlemen, here on The Booch Cast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep he's been broken absolutely and now he's just broke ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the booch cast the one the only the broke soulless ginger mr zach scott what's
2: up dude and dudettes this is me the broke soulless ginger mr zach scott generally speaking i'm
1: not that broke
2: um no <laughs> No. No. Okay. Moving on. Let's go.
1: Yeah. um, By the way, way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Zach is feeling this way because at the time that we were recording this, we just finished watching NXT. He's not too happy with the results of the main event, but he knows better than to skip ahead and jump ahead. So we're going to get through uh, the rest of the show, and then when we get to the main event... I will let Zach say what he has to say about that. So, Mm -hmm. Zach, can you you be professional until we get to the main event? Do I have a fucking choice? No. But, please? No. Please. No. We have loyalty to the fans. (sighs) It's called professionalism. You will get your chance, but you gotta get through this first. Agreed? Fine. Okay. So, we kick things off, ladies and gentlemen, with our first official match of the evening for the North American Championship. Cameron Grimes defends the title against Solo Sequoia. Great opening
2: match. It was stellar as hell. There was even psychology in it. It was back and forth for a minute, and then you see Cameron come over and uh, yeah, shake man I respect you so much, but your family blood bloodline can kiss my rear. I was like, I was like, okay, okay. But this was, was really, 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 actually fantastic opening match. And of course, Cameron Grimes retained. But then again, we had an interference
1: from Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Vinny, you have the floor. This was a solid opening match. Yeah, it was. Both these guys fight. By the way, it was kiss my grits, not my rear. I
2: thought it was kiss my grits. Rear. Grits. It was grits.
1: But it's okay. But still, it was a great match. And I love the fact they keep bringing up that Solo's Sequoia is in the bloodline. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I've been thinking about this lately. As we know, at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns unify the titles. We're not going to get into that. We we're going to talk about it at WrestleMania 38. If you want to hear our thoughts, go listen to the WrestleMania 38 recap. We're going to talk about it here. But recently on SmackDown, the Usos, Roman talked to the Usos about wanting them to unify the tag team titles. So now it looks like we could be seeing a tag team title unification match and the Usos could end up unifying the Raw and SmackDown tag belts, which I hope they do. Because I like them way better than I like the Raw tag champs. We won't get into that. But I was thinking of something. What? At some point, they're probably going to unify the women's titles too. So here's, my, here's what I'm thinking. You could have Naomi win the SmackDown women's title at some point, whether she takes it from Charlotte or she takes it from Ronda, depending on what happens at WrestleMania Backlash. Then you could have Naomi face the Raw Women's Champion. She wins, unifies the belts, brings the belts to the bloodline. You call up Solo Sequoia, you have him join the bloodline, and then Solo Sequoia could win the Intercontinental Championship. Challenge the U.S. champion on Raw. And then he's got both those belts. And now, the bloodline has all the gold. I don't want them to have all the
2: gold. I'm tired of the bloodline. But that's not the point. That's not... This is
1: NXT. Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying, that just popped into my head. I had to talk about that. But overall... Great match. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Cameron Grimes displaying great, great athleticism here. Slow Sequoia going out. But that that deadlift German suplex from Cameron Grimes was badass. Yeah, that was badass right that there. That displays a lot of strength. And then, of course, uh, Trick Williams interfering. Sequoia takes him out. Then the argument is whether or not Cameron Grimes even saw that the distraction, but he took advantage of it, which is what anybody would do in that situation. So he can't get mad at Sequoia for that. I mean, Sequoia can get mad at Grimes for that. Hit, walks right into the cave-in, pins him one, two, three. And I called it then. Yeah. <laughs> you got in the ring, you went cave in, then boom, he hit it. <laughs> I was like, well done. <laughs> then, of course, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes at Grimes. There's a good chance next week we're going to see a tag match with uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams against Solo Sequoia and Cameron Grimes. Yep. Because there is mutual respect between them. So yeah. I think they can work together as a team.
2: Yeah, I think they could work out. You know, I think they can be a good tag team because they showed respect for each other in the ring. Right? At least
1: there's that. All right. Moving on? Yes. Now we cut to an in-ring segment with Braun Breaker. Breaker says Joe Gacy wanted to send him a message. He wants to get Breaker's attention and now he's got it. Breaker's dad is home safe and now Breaker wants Gacy in the ring right now. Gacy appears on the big screen. Gacy after taking Breaker's father, he feels like he knows him that much better. He understands why Breaker is so tough after seeing Breaker's father take his beating like a man. Gacy has Rick Steiner's Hall of Fame ring. Gacy knows it represents his father's life's work. Breaker fumes in the ring. Gary tosses it into an open fire um
2: I enjoyed this once again G- Joe Gacy having the uh brilliant brilliant evil uh uh <laughs> thing that he did he tosses the ring into the fire which I kind of got the uh Lord of the range kind of feel for it. But then again, we're going to see Braun Breaker going against Joe Gacy, I think. What do you think, Benny?
1: Definitely. And I'm starting to notice something with Joe Gacy. What? He's starting to break away from the safe space guy. Yeah. And he's starting to become more of a demonic, I want to beat people up guy. Yeah, true. It's true. like that true. other side is controlling him and they're trying to put him in the main event spotlight. So I think Joe Gacy's definitely going to get a shot at the NXT title.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can and see
1: that. Whether or not Joe Gacy takes the belt from him, I don't No, I don't think he's ready for it. No. I don't think Braun Breaker's ready to lose it. Now, he just got it back. I'm just going to say this. What? The day Braun Breaker loses that title is the day he needs to get called up. Very true. So if he's not if he's not ready for the main roster, he ain't ready to lose that title.
2: No, he is not. No, he is not. All right, there, Mister Diddy Bucci.
1: You have anything else to say about this, sir? Uh, yeah. Loved the throwing the ring in the fire. Thought it was yeah. stupid at first. I'm like, the the ring. It's metal. It's not gonna burn. It's just gonna. It's not gonna burn to a crisp unless I'm. Am I wrong or something? Like. Uh no.
2: Uh yeah you. You are very wrong because to melt that type of thing, you, you can't have fire. You gotta have like you know, I don't know what. What am I looking for? The stuff that comes out of a volcano, lava. Pretty much like that. You remember Tournament Two? Remember that that hot stuff? That will melt it. But that right there, no. He's just making
1: it really, really, really hot. I Which I that sense. was kind of dumb. Like yeah, why? Yeah, was why... dumb. Why do that? It's not it's not gonna it's not gonna melt.
2: Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. It was it was just
1: really dumb. I thought it was a waste of time. I'm like, you're you know you're not melting that, right? Yeah, I know. We saw that we kept on looking at each other, What the fuck
2: is he trying to do? He try to be like Siren for Lord of the Rings? I don't know. But then again, Joe
1: Gacy is doing fantastic with this. Does he deserve the world title? Yeah. He's not quite ready yet. Next, we go to the Totsick Lounge, where Mandy Rose says Dakota Kai doesn't have a chance against her tonight. And, of course, they're talking about they're the attraction, they're the best, they're the beast, they're all that, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. It's the same shit they say all the time. It's not clever. Same shit, same toilet? Yes. Okay, moving on. Not even different day. Nope. Uh, Backstage, Von Wagner attacks, jack off time. Um... Next, uh, he basically beats the hell out of him. Power bombs the one. Power bombs uh, Kushida. He did power the... bomb Kushida. He tossed
2: him. No, <laughs> so he had him in
1: the power bomb position, he threw him. That's a power bomb. Yeah, he I saw that, rule it. that.
2: We heard it loud. Really, then I, you and I just,
1: uh, I'm convinced there's a crash pad he landed uh, on. Yeah, and he was, had to. And, like, they, and then he just started knocking shit over. Yeah. To make it seem like he got hurt, because there's no fucking way that he would take a bomb yeah, like that. Yeah, this is called the business selling. Yes. Well, it's also you know the illusion because yeah, yeah. there because he power bombed him off off camera. You didn't see him hit the floor. So when in situations like that, you can put a crash pad okay or something because then it it protects him but you hear Saphos you think he's hurt yeah it was It's a genius way to do things. Yep, very true. Very, very, very true. Yeah, so he picked them up, tossed them over, and then he just pretty much landed there.
2: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And
1: then Robert Stones says there isn't going to be a match tonight, which we were excited about because the last thing we want to see is jack off time, do anything in the ring. Yeah, I don't want to see spot monkey bullshit. No. All right, moving on. Yes. So we cut to the backstage area. Breaker yells at a camera interviewer to get the camera out of his face. He has nothing to say. Breaker gets in his car and drives off. For a second there, I thought uh, Harlan or Geisha
2: would be in the car, but they didn't. Oh. I
1: thought they were gonna jump him. Yeah, I, did I was that. convinced he was getting jumped in that parking but lot. They didn't. Which I thought was kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah. why just let him leave and stuff? Breaker's like, unless he's like gonna say he's legit like heartbroken over his father's ring getting you know thrown in that fire and not melting. Yeah, which I know. Why? It's just I don't I don't get it. Me neither. I don't fucking get it. Nope. No it's, clue. It's Makes regardless. no sense. Yeah, so this this, this is just uh like dumb? dumb dumb. The promos were dumb, but the aftermath of the promos were fucking dumb. Dumb. The promos were great though. Yeah. True. So ridiculous. Next, we cut to um Von Wagner and Robert Stone. Yep. Stone says Jackoff time has Jackoff's time has run out. Uh, Ikeman Jiro limps down to the ring. Jiro grabs the mic, says he's pissed, and he's gonna kick Wagner's ass. And we get our next match of the evening. We have Von Wagner with Robert Stone versus Ikeman Jiro. Believe
2: it or not, there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do do, do that. This was actually a match, which is very fucking shocking. Uh, Jackoff dickhead, whoever his name is, Eikman Jiro uh put up a good fight then oh i don't know about a couple minutes later one two three Von rival wins he knew this was gonna happen but at least Ichman giro uh put up a good fight
1: here's the thing giro did things in the ring that were semi believable and Wagner actually sold the right way. When it was finally time for him to hit the floor, he hit the floor. And then Giro landed the swanton and everything, but Wagner kicked out. <laughs> he ran into the big boot. Wagner hit his finish. One, two, three. So Giro did a lot of his uh, insecurities and things like that. And I'll admit, he wasn't as much of a spot monkey in this match as he normally is. Very, very true. He wasn't. They, to- they He toned it down for this match. Uh, yeah. I'm still not a fan. But I can acknowledge the fact that this is one of the better matches he's had as far as in ring work. Very, very true. And
2: also, when, uh, well, it was also. It was kind of odd and uh, unusual when uh, Wagner press slams Jira into the crowd, which I think he didn't really do. That. I think those guys were, I think those guys were the NXT guys who just kind of-
1: they were either NXT, they were either uh, performance center students, yeah, or they were plants, yeah, because they're not gonna do that to actual fans, no, they won't, because they're not gonna risk a lawsuit. No, no, not, no, they're not, no. They're I- not. And if they are actual fans, I guarantee you, they all signed a waiver. Yes, they did. Because yes, they did. WWE is too smart for that shit. Yeah, they're way too smart for that. They're not, they're not, they're not risking lawsuits for any reason. No they did not So they have to Worry about that Then We cut to A one on one interview Nikita Lyons says She doesn't have anything To prove to Last Legend She's gonna prove herself To the NXT universe Legend appears out at Omar And almost decimates Lyons with like A bro kick Female bro kick And then Legend says If they wanna interview Anyone It should be her
2: Uh Okay I don't know why They did this The interview didn't Last that long Last long kicks, uh kicks Nikita Lyons In the
1: face Okay And he goes to Blah 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 Yeah you, why not you interviewing me? I was
2: like, because you suck and I don't
1: like you. Well, here's my answer to that. Um, last wasn't being interviewed because it wasn't her time. But, apparently, she felt like her rivalry with Nikita Lyons was far from over. I think Nikita won last week. Yes, she did. Yes, she so, Lash wasn't about to let that down. So, this rivalry is far from over, yeah. which I like. Yes. Because they're the two, uh, big girls, and by big girls, I mean tall. I don't tall, mean, like, Tall, don't set. look like a fucking toothpick. They're built, they're built properly. Very properly. So, like they're 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 thick in all the right places. Very very true. They are very thick in
2: all these places. Vinny, follow my lead. All right, last legend. I will say this once again. You're jealous. Nikia Lyons, is harder than you. Vinny, follow me here. She has a better ass than you. Oh no, you didn't.
1: Oh yes, I did. Oh no, no, he didn't. Oh yes, I you did. You did. You did not. I know you did not just say that this white bitch got a bigger ass than me. I <laughs> know you did not just say that this white bitch got a bigger ass than me. Oh hell no. Oh hell, hell yeah! Oh hell no! Oh, get over there, go go there, bitch! Everybody know my milkshake, bring the boys to the yard. Her milkshake, bring the boys to the pond. No, they all to the ocean. Not unless they eating cake by the ocean. The oh, cakes, okay, okay, and the okay. only cakes they gonna wanna eat are these cakes right here, honey. Kiss my right, kiss
2: right here. Right here.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that's a bit of a comedy moment right there okay then, yeah moving on you are so gonna get me in trouble
2: <laughs> oh wait a minute me get you in trouble i think somebody else has gotten you way more in trouble
1: than i ever fucking have no that's right that's right you got a point there you got a point there but anyway <laughs> before before we get ourselves in even more trouble and get canceled uh we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on now moving on. to the next match of the evening. <laughs> For the NXT Women's Championship, Mandy Rose, with toxic attraction, defends the title against Dakota Kai. Good fight, don't give a shit. I'm tired
2: of Mandy Rose. I love you. I wish I could marry you, and I wish I could make sweet, hot love. But it's time for you, you... bitch that dropped the fucking title.
1: Was this just, I don't know, a filler? This was not a filler, but it had a terrible finish. Horrible finish. This was, it, it makes no sense. No, not at like, all. Look, and, and and again, I have said nothing but nice things about Mandy Rose since she got to NXT. I just feel like this title run has run its course. It has run its course like other courses has. And uh, Here's the thing though, as far as I'm concerned, Dakota Kai shouldn't have even been getting this title shot. Nope. Because she should be one half of the tag titles right now with Raquel Gonzalez. No, but they didn't want to do that and I just and it turns out I found out why why they called up Raquel on Smackdown I saw that she's now Raquel Rodriguez instead of Raquel Gonzalez they changed her last name but now she's on Smackdown she is on fucking Smackdown I don't get it me neither I I guess Nikita Lyons and Last Legend are both going to be getting pushes to take the big girl spot, but you just got. You put this team back together only to break them up and call up Raquel? Why? Why? Unless you're. Unless she's gonna be the one to beat Charlotte or Ronda, depending on what the fuck happens at WrestleMania Backlash, why would you call her up this soon? It makes no sense. It's not. Are you worried your women's division is lacking? Your women's division is lacking for a reason, and it's because of the false flair that you keep shoving down everyone's throats! Uh, because that's why
2: Tony Storm, that ass, left WWE because of the false flare.
1: Not only that, you wanna hear another re another thing of the false flares done? You wanna what? hear this? What? Britt Baker turned down a WWE contract because of her. Because know, she probably. knew she would get fed to Charlotte the second she showed up. Because WWE tried to approach her before while she was the AEW Women's Champion. They tried to reach out to her and try to get her a contract to come to NXT. But she knew she'd get fed to Charlotte, so she said, hell no. Because I can be Dr. Britt Baker, D-M-D, on AEW and get the push of a lifetime. Now, granted, she's not the Women's Champion anymore, but that's because her reign had to end eventually. And it did. She had a good reign. But that's, but that's the thing. Why would any woman want to leave AEW, come to WWE, only for you to bury them with Charlotte? She has become a turnoff for anyone to want to come to a- a- WWE because they know you're just going to bury her under her boots that she does not deserve.
2: She does not deserve it at all just because she has her daddy's last name.
1: That's it. That's the only thing. logical reason. And otherwise this match, and you got... It was back and forth. It was, she, um, Here's the thing. It was good back and forth action. It was good back and forth action. But on. it wasn't that special. No, it was not. Because you kind of had a feeling it was going to win because it's NXT TV. I don't see a women's title changing here. It would make no logical sense. And you took the tag belts off of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez... So why would you want to take the title off of Mandy Rose when you just gave her two flunkies their tag titles back? For reasons, That as I said before, make no fucking sense. No sense at all. So then Mandy Rose wins like we knew she would. And of course there was that um she tried to hit the chiropractor and fucking botched it. Botched the living shit out of it. We had to go back, we had to go back a couple times and see that you
2: and I just looked at each other like I was like watching, I was like, yeah, that's a fucking botch.
1: But I, I checked to make sure because I didn't wanna I didn't want to start jumping to conclusions and shit. So let me check it again. Yeah, that looked bad. Hold on, let me see a yeah. third time. Yeah, that yeah, was bad. That, that was, was bad. bad. And then I looked at it like, and then good props to the commentators for covering it up. Yeah, yeah, that, it was bad. That's how you know a commentary team is good when they can cover up shit that's blatantly horrible. Like when they have botches like that, your job is to cover that up. Oh, she couldn't get it quite all the way, or you know, you know, her legs gave out from underneath her. Like they find ways to work around a clear, obvious botch. Because your job as the commentator is to not say the word botch. Because again, when you're commentating a match, you're looking at the match as if it's real. It's real to you, damn it. Yep. That's when you're, co- when you're doing commentary. Yeah,
2: that's Your
1: job is to look at it like it's real. Like, for example, like I know, Zach, you talked about wanting to be a commentator for wrestling. If you were a commentator for wrestling, you couldn't talk about a match the way we do on the podcast. No. That would get you in deep fucking shit. Possibly fired. Yes. You can't analyze it. You have to look at it like it's a real contest, like it's a real match. That's how commentators work. Very true, but otherwise than that at
2: the end that uh uh, uh Toxic Jackson celebrate when did you comes out there and is him with a super soaker for a second there, I really wish it was
1: orange soda.
2: They did do the orange soda. Damn it.
1: Damn it. Yeah, so instead it was actual water because we rewinded it back because I wanted to see it to make sure, so we're, we're not going to do the orange soda bit for you guys. Uh, sorry guys. Yeah, so we're not you know, I know we do that a lot, but we're not going to do it because there's no orange soda, so there we look no stupid. But it was water, so was water. What, whatever. You know, H2O doesn't body good. You know all that shit. So anyway, we cut to the backstage area, and uh Tony D'Angelo offers Santos Escobar an envelope of cash as a peace offering. You know, it's like, hey, you know what? I think we I think we had a little misunderstanding last week. Oh, so uh tell you what, in case, in case things don't work out for you guys tonight, it yeah, take a little peace offering. Escobar says, "The respect of La Familia." Is worth way more than that. And walks away. And then Tony's kind of looking at him like, Hi, I see your point there. So we're probably gonna see uh, Seto Ashbar going against Tony Grease D'Angelo. I'm afraid so. You see, um, the problem I have with Santos is he disrespected me. You see, I came to him. with a peace offering, I was trying to be nice, you know, keep keep the peace as a don would do, you know, hey. Last thing I want to do is be involved in any wars or any fighting, you know. We try to keep the peace, so I'm like, tell you what, eh, hey, here's a little something for your trouble. You stay out of my business and stay out of yours. We do business maybe do business down the road. We do just fine. But see, he turned down my generous offer. That 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 can't go unpunished, See, because now he gonna walk away thinking he thinking he the don, thinking he running shit. Now I got to remind his ass. Who the fucking Don is. Who's the fucking best. He got to understand that. I can't let him be around here with this La Familia thinking he can run amok. There's only one family. There's only one family in NXT. And I run the family. His family taking sides against my family. That means his family got to go. Gabish? Gabish. So we cut to the in-ring segment. We got Cora Jade. Now, oh boy. I've been wondering where the fuck she been yes sir because we've seen everybody else with the fallout of this fucking thing yes so Cora J comes out to the ring this time she ain't got a skateboard thank god nope She's just walking her out normal, and she talks about holding her own stand and standing deliver. She thought she wanted to be NXT Women's Champion, but after coming so close, she knows now that she needs it. This isn't just another promo about having to refocus herself, because her focus is on the same thing. Jade says she's going to raise the title and join the ranks of women she idolized growing up, like AJ Lee, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Natalia, etc. All of a sudden. Natalia's music hits and she joins Jade in the ring. Natalia introduces herself to Jade. Jade totally geeks out and says she doesn't care that she is freaking out right now. She's just so honored and now. When she was ten, she DMed Natalia on Twitter and Natalia pointed at her while she was in the crowd at a show. She said she idolized Natalia. She was her first favorite women's wrestler. Natalia says she remembers that the night Jade debuted on 2.0. She went to DM her and she saw Jade's message from all those years ago. Natalia says she knows she pointed at the right one. Natalia says as she stands in the ring with Jade, she can see the future. And the future is bleak. And then she slaps Jade, locks in, and locks her in the sharpshooter.
2: Um Why, why, why did this happen? This was a complete waste of our fucking time. Um, okay, this was pointless. Natalia, yeah, you're this and that, but no. This is what I like to call the shitty. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, what's going on here? Yeah, 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 and all of a sudden slept. Yeah, we knew this was coming from a mile fucking away. So now we're going to see Natalia as a fucking heel, and it's not going to go well because she hasn't done shit in years. Benny, go ahead.
1: I saw Natalia come out to the ring. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? The, the crowd tried to chant like Natalia is a big deal. And I'm looking at the crowd like, really? Really, guys? We're, we're going to act like this is a big fucking deal. It's Natalia. Fucking marks. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's Natalia has not been remotely interesting. Nope. She's barely done anything on the roster. She has no personality of any kind. No, she does not. She is no undeserving of being called a boat, a goat emote anything because she's just like every other member of the Hart family with the exception of Owen. Great technical skill, shit on the mic.
2: Shit on the mic. That's just a
1: fact. Fact. So it was not even remotely interesting to see her. No, it was not. I was waiting for one of these two to do a heel move. I'm sitting here going, this is the cheesiest fucking thing I've ever seen. If this ends in a baby face with both of them like hugging and raising each other's hand, I'm gonna walk the fuck away because I'm like, this is the dumbest shit ever. And as soon as she slapped her, I was like, Okay, and I didn't know if she was gonna do that or if Cora was gonna turn heel. I was waiting for that shit. But yeah. like she's like I'm so excited I'm so excited I get to meet Natalia just to kick your ass and boom, boom. It would have been great Yeah it would have It would have been great to see a heel Cora Jade Yeah You know I'm gonna refocus myself because now I'm kicking ass Very true But Natalia does it because she is great as a heel She is very good as a heel She's <laughs> shit as a fucking face Yeah I'm not saying
2: Natalia is a shit worker She's a great worker She puts people over and she can move in the ring Wanna know Vinny? Mine. she doesn't do that any of that shit i do have somewhat respect for her but like vinnie says, she's made of the heart foundation great technical skill shit on the fucking mic and this right here i was like can we get this the fuck over with
1: please and but here's the thing, she does work better as a heel than as a face. She's just she's just slightly less annoying. But I will say this is gonna be good if it leads to Cora Jade beating Natalia. Very true. Cora Jade has to go over or this is all a waste of time.
2: Yep, and you just bet Cora Jade, my future wife. Fuck you guys.
1: So, and here's the other thing, is that Cora Jade's obviously crying because her idol just smacked her and put her in a stretcher and all that. Here's what I want to say. This has to be the one and only time we see Cora Jade like that in tears. Very true. I do not want a repeat of Liv Morgan where she cries every 10 fucking seconds. This is it. Yep. She's shocked. She's yep. hurt. But now next week she needs to come back with I'm gonna fuck this blonde bitch up. Yep. That's what I want to see from Cora Jade. I want to see her beat the living shit. And Natalya. And I got more to say about this. but wait till later. We're going to move on to the next match of the evening, if we even want to call it that. Uh, Draco Anthony versus Zion Quinn. Squash. So we're not calling this a match? No, we're not calling this a match at all. The can't put up a good fight. One, two, three. We're done. Pretty much. I mean, Zion Quinn pretty much beat the shit out of Draco, which should happen. But here's my question, though. What? Does this lead to Draco joining Gacy's faction? We don't know yet. It has to. It has to. Because he's already getting sick of Zion Quinn trying to help him. Zion's now sick and tired of trying to help him since he's being ungrateful. So this needs to lead to Draco joining his group with Joe Gacy and Harlan. Yeah, I can see that. That needs to happen. Hopefully it does soon. Okay. Moving on. Yes. Okay. So we cut to the back of the year when Natalia stretched to the women's locker room. Natalia announces that the boat is here and they are all on notice. Uh, okay. Uh I don't even know any of those
2: women. That one lady who came up to, I'll challenge you. I'm like,
1: oh yeah, rest in peace, sweetheart. I wish you the best of luck. It's like this Tatum Zion thing. I don't know what the fuck her name is. Maybe I can't either. remember off the top of my head. But I know they're facing off next week. Yep. Here's what needs to happen. What? Natalia needs to wrestle and in the coming weeks. All the women in NXT who don't matter. You have no plans for them, you have no pushes for them. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. They all need a job. To Natalia. That's right, Why? Too. Because she is on NXT. She needs to build herself up, get dominant, and then have Cora Jade be the one to wipe her out. I can see that happening. That should happen. In fact, I'll take it a step further. Oh, you will? I'll take it a step further. How far how how big of a step? Natalia should win the Women's title.
2: I'd rather see it on Cora or Natalia, because there's, who else is there?
1: Yeah. Have her beat Mandy Rose, take the women's title, and then, when time is right, have Cora Jade take the belt from Natalia. Mm. That way, when Cora Jade wipes her out, yeah, she takes the title on top of that. So she achieves her dream in the title she beats her favorite wrestler of all time that she looks up to the one who betrayed her and humiliated her in the ring what better way to get revenge than for because that'll be the thing who did cora j beat to win the nxt women's title Natalia. despite everything i've said about Natalia, she still has a resume And that's still a name. Whether I like it or not, whether you like it or not, whether the fans like it or not. Cora J beats Natalya. She beats a star in WWE. Very true. And that will elevate her career. Yep sir. Yes, sir. Okay, moving on. Yes, we cut to the backstage area with Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada with their their men, Duke Hudson and Dexter Loomis, and they're talking about the double count out and how they think, you know, if it lasted a little longer, this guy would have won, that guy would have won, blah, blah, blah. They're watching what's about to be the tag team gauntlet match, which we're going to get to that in just a minute, and they decide that, you know what, maybe Duke Hudson and Dexter Loomis should be a tag team. And at first they don't want to do it. Dex- Duke says he he doesn't want to do it. Dexter's shaking his head. They're convincing. Finally, Duke says, you know what? All right, let's do it. And then Dexter finally puts the thumbs up, and we now are about to have Duke Hudson and Dexter Loomis as a tag team, and they're on a mission to become the tag
2: team champions. I wouldn't mind seeing that, but the question is, we need to see these two
1: get in the ring and see if they can actually, I don't know, get along. Well, I'm sure they're going to do that. They're going to tell the story, but when it's all said and done, this is going to lead to them becoming the tag team champions. Yeah, i think should. so, too. It should be.
2: Yeah, it- it definitely should be.
1: Yes, oh boy. And speaking of the tag team champions, we have our main event of the evening. But before we get to the main event of the evening, we have to take a little detour here, ladies and gentlemen, because yeah, um yeah
2: yeah
1: originally on NXT when we talked about you know last week what was going down the plan was for MS Gay to defend the tag team titles against. Grayson Waller and Sangha. That's the match we were looking forward to. I mean, not really looking forward to, but looking forward to and hoping that Grayson and Sangha would take the belts off these fucking spot monkeys who desecrate the ring every week. But unfortunately, we're not getting that match. No, we're not. Because MSG are no longer the NXT Tag Team Champions. Now, some of you may be wondering why. Some of you might already know why. But here we go. I got an article here that explains the whole thing because WWE releases Nash Carter after wife alleges physical abuse. has mm-hmm. released NXT star Nash Carter, who was uh, real life real name I believe is Zachary Green, yeah. who is one half of the NXT tag team champions MSK. By the way, did you know? Those, did you know their actual names? No, you just knew him as MSK. Yeah, me too. Yep. So, his wife, wrestler Kimberly, who I've met before, mm-hmm. she used to wrestle in the Indies here in Georgia, whose real name is Anne Frankel, alleges Carter was physically and emotionally abusive and provided photos to support her claim. Per David Bixpin, Green filed for a divorce petition against Frankel last week. So, it says here she filed for a divorce. Um, on Monday, Frankel posted photo on social media alleging Green got wasted and struck her in the face, splitting her lip open. She tagged the official NXT Twitter account and wrote, Hey, A at NXT, this is my face after your tag champ got wasted and hit me so hard he split my lip open. He told me I'm a wrestler, so I'm always marked up. I've hit this for a year and even forgave him. But I can't hide it anymore. She added that Green was telling her lies all weekend in an effort to silence her. her. The following day, she wrote on social media that she saved herself and is finally free. Later in the day, Frank Hell posted a photo of Zachary Green with an Adolf Hitler mustache giving a Nazi salute. She said the photo was another look into the kind of person her husband is. Tagging the official WNXT accounts, she wrote, I've hid so much for so long because I was mentally abused. Not to mention the countless anti-LGBTQIA plus statements him and his family make comment on that matter and then there's the picture of him with the hitler stash with his hair combed over like hitler and doing the say hi you You are a piece of shit rotten hell you're
2: down the category of the racist brian kendrick and a Diamat kid you just fucked up your career even though your career sucked so rotten hell and when you go to hell there's a special place for racist people like you go fuck yourself you white trash bastard
1: okay Here's what I got to say about all this. Uh, as far as I know. As far as I know. Now, apparently, Green was the one who filed for divorce. Not Kimber. Um, So, she tweeted the allegations, like, last Monday night. And then, I think, like... A couple days later, he filed for divorce. Well, I can't say that I blame him. Well, apparently, here's what some people are saying, is that she filed for divorce, posted things that happened a year ago, including a split lip, even though I can't see any cut. She says he was abusive and that she's free, all the while he's in a worldwide company making a lot of money. Now, some people are saying that she's making this up. Because if you look at her lip, you can't see a split lip anywhere.
2: No.
1: Now, I don't know. Maybe her makeup is bad. I don't fucking know. This is a tweet from an account that no longer exists. So apparently, uh, Kimberly must have deleted her twitter account nash carter apparently still has his twitter account active but kimberly's is no longer active so i don't know if she did or not now i'm just reading what i'm seeing here here's my stance on this whole thing what i whether or not he actually struck kimber i don't know again she's saying this how her face looked it was from a year ago I don't know why she's choosing now to post it. I think it's kind of odd. Mm. But I don't know who's guilty or innocent, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to wait till Fats come out to stake my claim on what he did. Because I'm hearing... I'm hearing different stories. I'm hearing different opinions. So I don't know what's true and what's not true. Everybody knows I hate MSK. No, so do I. And I'm, I. That's an obvious one here. But just because I hate MSK doesn't automatically mean that I believe every story that comes out about them or every accusation. So if he's convicted of something, so be it. If he's not convicted, then whatever. But I'm not getting involved in that. What I am going to get involved in, what I am going to say is the Hitler thing. Because you can't explain that one. No, you cannot. You can't see the, the the domestic violence thing that can be debatable because you don't know if you got the split if she got the split lip from him she got the split lip from inside the ring and says it's him I don't fucking know but this you, you kind of can't explain now I know some people out there are saying that maybe he did it as a joke now look I've been around enough fucked up funny people in my life to know that some people might do this as a joke Some people might do this for comedic purposes and if you do I'm not gonna judge you because maybe in the moment in the right context, Something like this could be funny. However, why the fuck would you take a picture of it? And not only that, why would you take a picture of it and send it to fucking anybody? And as you know, I put it in the same category as women who take nude pictures and send them to people. And here's the funny part. If you take a nude picture of somebody and shit goes bad in the relationship, you can post that. And that person's life can be ruined, but... You can also get in trouble because it's seen as revenge porn. Here's what I think I think if you take a, now, a picture of somebody mm-hmm. and post it on the internet without their consent, he should be allowed to file the same suit for the same reason. True, true. true. I do. I'm saying that. He's still a dumbass. No, of course. For does. taking that picture. Yeah. He deserves to be let go for that picture.
2: That's very true.
1: And obviously, I don't condone Hitler and anything he ever fucking did. Of course he doesn't. And if you think okay. I do, you're fucking stupid. No, you don't. Because I don't. No. You... However, I don't think she should be allowed to post that picture in public without his permission. Very true. Why would you do it in the first place, you fucking moron? I know what you're going to say. He's a public figure. I don't care. I'm not going to say that. That's not a pub- that wasn't a public moment. No, it wasn't. Now if he's out in public doing that shit and you wanna take a picture and put it out there, so be it. Oh, just gonna
2: beat the crap out of him.
1: Because here's why. Because even though he's a public figure, if you can prove actual malice, which he can with this, he could sue Kimber. Mm. Because this picture got him fired. So there's actual malice. That falls under communication law. And I know this, because I took communication law in college. And they had the laws on public figures. Like, if you're a public figure, you can't sue if someone tells you, posts terrible things about you. Unless they prove actual malice. Like, for example, I'm technically a public figure. If somebody goes online and says, Vinny Bucci's a shitty comic, I can't sue for that. But if somebody said, uh, Vinny Bucci fucked my girlfriend without a condom, I can sue you for that. Unless you can prove that I fucked your girlfriend without a condom. You'd have to have physical evidence to prove that I fucked your girlfriend without a condom in order to beat me in a court of law. Otherwise, i fucking win. Because I know for a fact I didn't fuck somebody's girlfriend without a condom. I fucked my girlfriend without a condom, but I've never fucked another ma- another man's woman without a condom.
2: You don't do that to just cause too much drama.
1: Exactly. But anyway, the point is, this guy's a fucking idiot.
2: He's a piece of crap.
1: And He's a piece of crap. Because clearly he's doing this Hitler shit. From what they're saying, he does a lot of anti-Semitic stuff or whatever. So clearly, this guy's a dumbass and a piece of shit. So either way, this is fucking dumb. He should have never taken this picture. And he should have never have sent it to anybody, including his wife. I'm yeah. telling you right now. I don't care who I marry. I'm never sending a picture like that to my wife. And I'm not letting anybody take a picture of me doing that shit. Yeah, me neither. I will never do that. Cause I wouldn't do it, but I'm just saying know. if I did, I would do it. And I know there's some people out there that would do this as a joke. Some people say like... Uh, Nobody would do that as a joke. There would be people that would do that as a joke. They would. Trust me, they would. There are people out there that, but no one's stupid enough to take a goddamn picture of it. And if they did, it was like 20, 30 fucking years ago, back when you could take a picture of someone doing goofy shit like that, and no one got fucking offended. But today, no one's fucking doing that shit. If you found a picture of anybody doing crazy shit like that, it'd have to be a guy from like the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, on a Polaroid camera. Yeah, I dressed up as that. We were having fun at a party, because back then we had fucking senses of humor and could laugh about it shit like this today nobody can laugh about shit like this no they cannot so yeah so msk are now fucked because this guy's gone Mm -hmm. so now i'll be honest here's what i would have done if this was me if i'm booking nxt what i would have done is had msk come on nxt Drop the tag belts to Grayson Waller and Sangha, and then get rid of this guy. But WWE, I guess, didn't want the bad publicity or the PR, so they got rid of him immediately, which was their decision. Yeah, which makes sense. But the guy—but here's the thing, though. What's going to happen to his partner? Very true, He's fucked. I'll tell you why he's fucked. Why? Because he's only known as a tag team. He's going to shake that stigma off, so he's going to be off TV for a while— let that die off. They're going to try to bring him back as a singles guy, and I'm going to be brutally honest. I don't think he can cut as a singles wrestler. No, he can't. He,
2: no, no, he, he can't. He's one of those uh, guys that has to ha- be with his tag team partner and just be a tag team champion because there's nothing else that Spot Monkey fucking do.
1: If 205 Live's still a thing, he'll probably be on that, but I doubt it's even a thing because the Cruiserweight title no longer exists. Very true. If it did, I'd have him go for that. Agreed. And put him in the cruiserweight division, but we don't have one anymore. So they decided to vacate the titles and have a five man gauntlet match to determine. So we have in our main event of the evening for the NXT Tag Team titles a gauntlet match with Legato del Fantasma versus the Kree Brothers versus Briggs and Jensen versus Grayson Waller and Sangha versus Pretty Deadly. I quit. There's no God. I quit. I'm
2: on fucking strike. Seriously? What the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, uh, Vinny, you take this one. I'm going to have to pump something. Zachary, it's okay. It's okay. There's no God. They're not in this fucking situation, there's not. Well, what kind of fucking shit is this, God damn it! You motherfuckers, you put the... What the hell are they... What the hell are they wearing? Seriously. What the fuck? Are they trying to bring back
1: the 80s male? Your hair such. Look what the fuck they're wearing. Yeah, they got the small shirts that show off their bodies. Ugh. They're wearing, like, blue, light blue uh, pants. They got long hair. They're trying to be, like, a pretty boy tag team. <sighs> But they kick ass in the ring, so they're pretty deadly. They didn't kick ass in the ring. They're spot monkey fuckers. Really? Because I didn't see any spot monkey moves from them. I know. I didn't like them. No. They hit a lot of... They hit some double team moves. They did very well. They hit their finish. You know, they they did very... They, you know, Pretty Deadly actually did pretty well in this match. The wrong team won. I mean, I agree. I think the Creed brothers should have walked out with the titles, most definitely. But match. if a team was going to win, it made sense for Pretty Deadly because they were they have a good resume from NXT UK and everything else. So I'm fine with it because I think with Pretty Deadly holding the belts, it's only a matter of time before the Creed brothers get the gold. Yeah, yeah. Because now they can got this right. Because think about it, Pretty Deadly was the one who attacked their dojo and attacked them. So this rivalry is far from over. And the Creepo's gonna have an excuse because they started off this thing with Legato Del Fantasma and made it all the way to the end. And pretty deadly, they were the last team out. So they were fresh. And they beat up a tag team that was exhausted. So that's the advantage they can keep, hold on to, and then dominate. So, you know, Legado del Fantasma came out. They got eliminated, which was good because they didn't deserve the belts. No, they did not. And, you know, overall, the Creed brothers displayed their strength and athleticism. Briggs and Jensen came out, uh, you know, and that was a vicious fight. That was my favorite. Yeah, that was really, really good. Those two were very well done. Uh, and then, of course, um, you know, they put, uh, you know, Brutus to the announce table. Then they worked over Julius. Uh, Brutus eventually pinned Jensen and they got eliminated. Then Grayson Waller and Sanga came in. Uh, Waller was in a sling, so Sanga did all the work. So it was kind of stupid. But eventually Julius hit his finish on Sanga, got the one, two, three. And apparently Waller had been faking the whole time. His arm was fine. So Waller eventually got in the ring. But then, um, Sanga got pinned. And they got eliminated. Then Pretty Deadly came out. Um, And now I will say that as much as I enjoyed Pretty Deadly in the ring, their promo earlier was fucking creepy. It was horrifying. I don't know what they were doing. Were they getting ready to do, do wrestling or go do a punch? I don't know. But yeah, boy is apparently their catchphrase. Yep. Boy. and they they just look creepy as fuck we were literally sitting there going this is the weirdest shit i've ever seen but when it came time to work they worked creed brothers had the promo of the night that's that yeah they did they their promo was stellar stellar just the, the flow the cadence they said we don't feel pressure we apply it like everything they said just flowed well diamond mine They are great promos. So that was a phenomenal one. Grayson Waller and and Sangha had a decent promo. It was kind of the same shit. Briggs and Jensen, they were just hyped up. Those were funny. And the girls, let's go kick some ass. Then they kind of pause and then they go, yeah, let's go kick some ass. So yeah, it was it was entertaining. It was decent. And Legato del Fantasma theirs was blah blah. That's why I'm glad they were in. They were the first ones out. In the first they were the first ones in. And the first ones out. Just get rid of them because they don't need to be there. No, they do not. So now we got pretty deadly. The first tag team to win the tag belts in their debut match. So now they're going to have a good run with the tag team titles. I definitely prefer them over MSK. Of course, of course, of course, of course you do. Of course you do. Anybody does. So I'm just saying, like, as much as you're, as you're like, what the fuck, with pretty deadly, you got to admit, this is better than MSK. About the same. Are you serious right now? I guarantee you they're going to start doing the spot monkey show. I don't
2: like them. They look like they're a bunch of... No, no, no. no. All right. Well, we'll see how
1: they do in the future. We got... Somebody will else tell. will agree with me as well, but I'm not going to mention his name. Anyways, I'm sure he would. He's He has seen them do some spot monkey stuff. I didn't see it here, so maybe they've changed their ways. I don't know. We'll see in the coming weeks. But I do think this will lead to the Creed Brothers eventually beating them for the tag belts. This rivalry is far from over. Very, very true. Hopefully one day the Creed Brothers can win yeah and that, ladies and gentlemen will wrap up this recap of NXT Uh, Zach as always thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me and uh, definitely have you back on uh, for the next show
2: I'll be here
1: All right. so make sure you guys follow the Cast. we are on Anchor Anchor Spotify
2: Spotify Breaker Breaker Google Podcast
1: Google Podcast and iHeartRadio
2: and iHeartRadio pick your favorite
1: hosting site and follow us there or be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites also like us on Facebook go to Facebook.com slash the Bootscast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Cast. Give the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We got all the great YouTube content is on there. Uh, And also make sure you guys hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified. To know when the new content will be coming. Also, follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, July the 30th for WWE SummerSlam. Um, we're still trying to figure out the kinks of the, summer, of the SummerSlam watch party. Either myself and Buff might do it. Because I know we're going to Tampa uh, that weekend. So either Buff and I will do it live from Tampa. Or I might have the team do it. Uh, Provided that Elvis and Desmond can get their shit together and make it work. Either way, we'll have a SummerSlam watch party for you guys in some capacity. Also, make sure to check out our D&D show that's coming out later this year. And, of course, uh, we have some gaming coming to the show, uh, including our Boochcast Booking Battle. That'll be between myself and Elvis Delinsky. We'll be doing the My GM mode on WWE 2K22 and he's going to be putting on a roster. I'm going to have a roster. We're going to be putting on shows that are going to air on the Twitch channel, and we are going to find out which one of us is the better Booker Man, Vinny Bucci or Elvis Dolinsky. You better win. And, of course, you can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash the theboochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels you can donate at with prizes coming soon. First level you can donate at is for... 99 cents per month uh this is for people who want to help out with the booch Cash but don't have a lot of money to spend uh i know you guys out there are hard-working men and women you got uh, mouths to feed and bills to pay the last thing we ever ask you guys to do is sacrifice a payment break the bank or feel pressured or guilt trip into giving us money that you don't have if the best thing you can do is listen to the show and spread the link to everyone you know then we greatly appreciate that but If you still want to put a little skin in the game, the 99 cents level is for you. Why is that? Because it's just 99 cents. It's not going to bother you. You're not going to miss it. But it will help us out a great deal because every little bit helps us keep this show thriving. The second level you can donate at is for $4.99 per month. Uh, The same amount of money we used to pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. The same amount of money we used to pay for a W Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since sold to the Peacock, you know where to put that $9.99. 9 dollars 999 bring it over here. We got better content in the network, and unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. You have the option to pay with a credit card or with GPay. And the best part is all the money that we raise from the show goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment, we used to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co host you believe is going to be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the slash support is how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we address the, the money to feed this gentleman here ramen noodles and try, try. I swear to God, I try. So who the fuck you don't? to get him laid. You're so full of shit. La,
2: la, 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 la.
1: See why we're having a tough time? And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby.
0: Well, I see by the clock on a wall. That it's time to bid you one and all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long Farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu, adieu. Be good, stay well, bye-bye Keep warm, relax, and eat Take care, stay loose, adieu, bon I'll approach and goodbye till when we meet again